This is Cricket Only Better episode 219. And the World Cup betting hub returns. I'm Ed Hawkins. We're all bathing in reflective 50 to 1 glory from last week. Can it happen again, Sam Collins? Time will tell, Hawkins. Time will tell. Uh, we do, though, have the man who tipped it, uh, betting your bet first, Paul Krishnamurti. Remind us all, Paul Krishnamurti. Hi, Sam. So it was um, our old friend, Cybrand Engelbrecht, 50 to 1 to be top match batsman against Afghanistan for the Netherlands. Totally the wrong price, um, just a case of back the wrong price, because you always should. He's been one of their best bet- batsmen. But what an exciting bet it was as well, because he got 58 in the first innings. And you're wondering, is that enough? But then Ramat Shah was out on 52, and it looked like he was going to turn him over. And then right at the death, um, Shahidi was 56 not out. So it was a case of like every single ball hoping that Omazai would get them over line before Shahidi caught him. But it came good. And good. It came good. Every dog has his day, eh, Richard Mann, uh, who himself had a, a small, uh, you know, sorry, had a bad beat on uh, Marco Jansen. Swings and roundabouts this game, but ready for another go, eh, Richard? I am, um, yeah. Well, the, the peaks and troughs of tipping, but let's not forget Paul tipped uh, Yannick Carreo at 90 to 1 not so long ago as well. So I think he's definitely paying for the, uh, the Cobb Christmas party this year. Okay, lovely. I look forward to that. Um, Organs, what's on the show? Yeah, team news, pitch reports, betting nuggets, uh, player win rates, all the usual drill for following games, England versus Netherlands, New Zealand versus Sri Lanka, Afghanistan versus South Africa and Australia versus Bangladesh. Yes, indeed. Plus the best bets. You must not miss them. A returned five-point challenger as well. We've also got listener questions, but as ever... I start with an outright. Games happening all the time. Probably fair to say the top three are sorted, but the Betfair exchange prices are as follows. 1.98 India, Australia 4.7, South Africa 5.7, New Zealand 12s, Pakistan 34, Afghanistan 170, which sums up their qualification hopes, I suspect, and England 8.3 trillion. Paul Krishnamurti, we have a question on India. Let's talk purely price. If they beat the weakest team in the semis, which could be New Zealand or Pakistan, is it too simplistic to say you're betting India at 1.98 to win the final? Yes, it's way too simplistic. You can't say that at all. Um, look, I'm on India. I'm confident. I do think they'll win it and they deserve to be strong favourites against anyone. But Sport isn't like that. I mean, you're you're betting here on them winning two matches against two top-class sides. And let's assume it's New Zealand. I think it'll be New Zealand. New Zealand are a very capable side. They've had a good tournament. And you're taking 1.98 that they win those games really comfortably without drifting because it doesn't take a great deal. For example, if they play New Zealand, New Zealand bat first, and they get off to a flyer and they're 50 for naught or six overs, well, India's price is going to drift dramatically. So you'd hate to be on a 1.98 in that situation. So if I was looking, look, even though I am tipping India, I'm not in any sense abandoning them. If you're looking for a bet going into the last four, I would say look at one of the other three teams to trade. Okay. Uh, Richard Mann, uh, you can feel this question from our friend Nelberg Cricket. Uh, he says, have India peaked? The laughing emoji suggests that may be tongue-in-cheek. Quite the opposite, actually. I'd say I, they look really strong and a couple of issues that potentially 
they had, they've disappeared now. The one was losing Hardik Pandya to injury. I thought that was a hammer blow, really. I'm a big fan of him, uh, seeing bowling all-rounder. He's gone. Sky Adav's come in, hasn't nailed ODI cricket before like he has T20. But I think in the last two games, Sky's been really good. Good finish against South Africa. Really good knock against India. He was the only player on either side to strike at over 100 in that game. So I think India's batting now is is a complete package. The bowling looks exceptional with Pandya going. They've had to get Shami in. Well, he's tearing the tournament apart. And then obviously India batting first. That was a question mark because of chased so well. Well, they, they plundered South Africa batting first at the weekend. I can't see any chinks in the round. They're going to be very, very hard to beat. Okay. Uh, Rafe Garrett says, less of a question, more of a rant. But if Angelo Matthews' helmet strap is the reason Netherlands finished bottom, could that be the worst beat of all time? Paul Krishnamurti, surely you have had worse. I don't know why I'm asking you about your... Anyway, I don't know. No, look, look, you're never going to beat my um, under 23 and a half, sixes bet charger a couple of years ago. I'm never going to stop complaining about that. And Eddie Rivers had an absolute stinker a couple of weeks ago with Warner getting turned over by fastest ton ever. So there's work to them. And to be honest, I don't, look, it was a terrible decision. It was outrageous, really, I thought, um, what happened to Matthews. But I, I'm not convinced it turned the match. I mean, Bangladesh chased that down very easily. With the um, with the Jew, and I'm not sure Matthews would have contributed that much anyway. Um, just on that market, though, really interesting market now. The um, to finish bottom, I'm very pleased to say I cashed out on my Bangladesh bet at about even money because I had a feeling they might beat Sri Lanka. Um, but it's a cracking market now. Four way Netherlands are odds on four to nine ish, but um, I think as we'll discuss soon, there's plenty to play for still. Great. Um, Richard Mann, top tournament batsman. Uh, this is a question from um, Shame, please. Uh, top tournament batsman. Is David Warner, sorry, does David Warner have any chance of getting back into the running? He took 16 to 1 each way with four places. I think he's a place when I, I just must stress at the time of recording, Australia are about to play. He's he's about just over 100 behind Quinton de Kock, but they play Afghanistan. He could easily make that up. But I think he might be playing for place money behind Virat Kohli. He was neck and neck with Quinton de Kock now. Um, but I mean, India look like they're going to play all the games, including the final. De Kock may not, South Africa may not get to the final. Um, I, I'm not grabbing Virat here, but I, it's great for betting purposes. But of the eight, eight top one scorers in this tournament, Virat is the only one with a strike rate below 100. It's actually down at 88. Like, I'm not knocking him and I don't want our Indian uh, listeners to go by me here, but you can see what Virat's doing. He's playing for milestones. He's just happy to churn the runs out. Other guys take the risks, um, but I suspect it's going to make him very hard to beat in the top tournament run score market, but he's only 6-4. to four. He's priced up accordingly. Okay, uh, matches to the cipher. First is England versus the Netherlands on Wednesday from Pune. Uh, Betfair exchange odds: England are one point one three, Netherlands are eight point four. Hawkins, yeah, low down for us, please. Uh, yeah, uh, England um, have been picking unchanged teams and then uh, bowling first, and they've been surprisingly keep getting beat. Might be time to try something different, but suspect they'll line up with exactly the same team: Bairstow, Milan, Root, Stokes, Butler. Owen Livingston, Wokes, Willie Rashid. Would I'd have Brooke in there instead of um, Stokes, but then I don't subscribe to the cult of the man. Uh, Netherlands, O'Dowd, Berezi, Ackerman. Engelbrecht has moved up from a low order now into the prime batting slot from uh, great form to later. Edwards off the car. Bowling all-rounder has come into this team. Van Beek, Van den Merver, Van Meekeren and Dutt. Uh, South Africa, 3-5-7 versus 
New Zealand on this uh, Pune Road. Uh, it seems pretty flat to me. There's a clear path for Netherlands to victory. Bat first, try and get up to 260 or more, and then squeeze England with their dreadful, dreadful record batting second in the last two years. Um, Netherlands were about 16.5 to beat South Africa at the start of this tournament. Is it a sign of their progression and England's demise that they're half the odds, Richard Mann? Um, do we see any opportunity for another upset here? Absolutely. They've been been terrific in parts. Um, England have been poor. I do think the, the last couple of games, England have, have shown a little bit more. I mean, they should have probably beat Australia at the weekend. They dominated parts of that match and kind of just threw it away. They looked like a side so shot of confidence. They couldn't get over the line. And actually, restricting to India to 2.30, what, last week and a half ago as well. That's probably a good effort. I don't think many sides are going to restrict India to 2.30. But again, they just work good enough to put the complete performance together. Against Netherlands, a big drop in class. Really, there should be few excuses. And Pune should suit England as well, really. That batting lineup, Sean of confidence, they should really make runs here. OK, Paul Krishnamurti, uh, do you agree or disagree? I agree that Pune should sue England, um, but I can't have eight points. I can't have these odds. I mean, England have been absolutely abysmal in this. And at 8.4, with, you know, they must be buoyant, Netherlands. They've had a good tournament. England's demoralised. Netherlands looking to finish in style. They've beaten us before at T20. They've beaten South Africa, who are a better side in, in this. I don't see why the Netherlands can't win. Um I I actually think they have really kind of come of age. You know, they're not okay. They're not a top grade side, but England have played as badly as any team in this tournament. There's no way we should be one point one three against anyone. So I think have a trade here. I think have them eight point four. Maybe try and lay back at about three three point five for double the stake. Leave a bit extra on Netherlands. Okay. Um, well, I've got you, Paul Krishnamurti. Any innings uh, runs advice on a flat one? Can Netherlands get up that 280 mark, do we think? Do we take on England's par line, maybe? Yeah, I, well, I, well I, I think you certainly, Netherlands could get a decent score. I, I think they've actually underperformed with the bat. Um, look how many run-outs they've had. It's insane. I mean, they look like they were going to get a good score in the last match against Afghanistan. They just collapsed due to run-outs. Um, you've got people, someone like Roloff and Demur were coming in at nine. He can bat. He's a good batsman. Arian Duck can bat. Um, Van Beek's good at eight. So, yeah, I think they could get to 280 on what is probably a row. They get to 300 maybe. In fact, I was looking um, at the both to score odds here. Three to one, both to score 275. That looks pretty fair to me. Okay. Uh, nugget from you here, Richard Mann, please. Well, I actually just want to ask Paul a question. What do you think um, England's power line will be if they bat first? Have we seen... Have we seen the market adjust for the fact England are so poor? Or do you think the line will still be too big? Netherlands really got stretched against Australia when Australia batted first. There's definitely still weakness in that attack, obviously. Um, what are we sort of looking at, par line for I England? Think, I think we're still looking at 340, 330. Right, okay. I mean, it's, it's amazing how that par line has held up. Even today, um, Bangladesh, Sri Lanka, I wondered where, how, where they would make it. And the par was around 310. And it was right. Okay, I wouldn't be betting 340 England then if it's not with that. I'll say it out. Nor would I. I mean, mean, um, especially given that Netherlands have looked pretty good, um, their spinners have looked pretty good, and we're struggling against that. 
Lovely. Okay. Um, top uh, to, to Hawkins for uh, top batsman and bowlers, please. Yeah, we might go back to the world for Scott Edwards. Nine to two was Betfair Sports, but we know he's winning about 31% of the time last two years. Uh, Engelbrecht is now four to one favourite from 15 to two. Uh, so I'm probably going to have to give that a swerve now. Um, uh, the interesting one, though, is uh, Joss Butler, who's now out to six to one. He's the only um, guy at the start of this tournament who had the best win rate uh, for his individual team and hasn't actually won yet. Uh, however, he does look shot. On the other side of the coin, uh, was it 160 off 70 against the Dutch last time, player of the series? I suppose you have to go in again, really. And But he does look like he wants to go home. Players uh, to follow Richard Mann and then Paul? Uh, Baz the lead, top Netherlands ball at 72. Very phase, a leading wicket taker. He can be expensive, but he gets wickets. And his strike rate of, of 25 is far superior to the other two um, uh, Van Meeken and Van Beek. Uh, so I'd go Baz the lead, 7-2. And Darwin Malan's very solid. Betfair spots were boosted into 100-30 top England batsmen. He's the only England player averaging um, 40 or above in this tournament. The rest of them have been so bad. So I think 100-30 is probably fair enough, Darwin Malan. Okay, uh, Paul? Well, um, yeah, I'd, I'd definitely endorse Rich's bet on Basta Lead there. Um, he was a great bet at the start of the tournament to be a top Netherlands bowler, and there he is leading it. And I noticed too, he's also 17 to 2 here to be top bat, which would have been considered a steal earlier in the tournament. It's only because Engelbrecht and Edwards have been winning that market that. Um, I think he's gone out, but that could, this could be the one. But the one I like particularly is Adil Rashid, three to one. Um, you, or I'd always want to back a decent spinner against an associate side, uh, and he's our top wicket taker. And I think three to one, that's a good value bet. Okay, thank you very much. Uh, your reminder: every World Cup game is covered on Betting Betfair. Please do give it a visit, and please also visit BeGambleAware.org. Um, right, moving on, our second game, New Zealand versus Sri Lanka on Thursday, 8.30 a.m. UK time from Bengaluru. New Zealand no better than 1.29 on the exchange. Sri Lanka 4.3. Hawkins um, has some teams and a pitch for us. Yeah, Kane Williamson back in the team for the Kiwi, so he's batting at number three. So Conway and Ravindra opening the batting. Will Young's been dropped. Mitchell Latham, who didn't uh, bat at all uh, last time, I was shunted down the order and is not having a great tournament. Chapman, Phillips, Santner, Sodi, Southie and Bolt. New Zealand, of course, have got terrible injury problems with their bowlers. They do have Carl Jameson available if they wanted. Nisanka, Karen Aratni opening for Sri Lanka. Mendes, Samara Wikarama, Asalanka with that ton against uh, Bangladesh. Matthews, Dananjaya, Chamira, Thikshana, Madhushanka, uh, one of the players of the tournament, and Rajitha. Apart from the England disaster at this venue... Australia 367 versus Pakistan, New Zealand 401 versus um, Pakistan, uh, which, of course, they couldn't hold on to uh, under DLS. So we expect runs. Paul, if uh, Sri Lanka bat first, you bank them? No, no, not at all. In fact, I'm, I hate to say this in public, but 1.29 about New Zealand is probably a bet. I think they're going to absolutely massacre Sri Lanka here. I think Sri Lanka are really struggling. They're injury ravaged. They've got Thig Shana coming in at eight, which is absurd. And New Zealand are, you know, they've they've 
they've been reliable they've been trustworthy um, I, you know I think they know they have to win big in this game and they'll do it Richard Mann you called the New Zealand collapse weeks back uh, if they win assuming Afghanistan lose one of the last two they're probably safe but the question is do they win yeah, I think they do agree with Paul. Sri Lanka looked poor to me. Um, don't forget T20 World Cup in Australia last year. Um, New Zealand give Sri Lanka a good hammer in there, having only scored 160 themselves. Um, Sri Lanka have only got one ball, haven't they? I'm just going to talk about them in a minute. I just don't think they've got the, the tools to get at New Zealand here. Paul, any runs advice for this ground? Oh, it's got to be big, um, big runs, big, big runs. We've seen before with those numbers. Um, I think New Zealand can certainly deliver 350 plus, and I think the line will be more or less around that because, as we just said, they've only got one bowl of Sri Lanka as well. I think New Zealand's batting is pretty reliable, and New Zealand have got their own problems with the ball, so that could be an issue. Though I couldn't trust Sri Lanka with that long tail. I think that their top order is okay, and they could make some big scores, but... It's a big, big worry having Matthews in at seven and then who hasn't had much cricket and then um, Thick Shana in at eight. Richard Mann, um, any other wages before we go to the tops? Yeah, you've got to play the margin betting here. New Zealand to win 10 wickets are 91 plus ones, 92. That's short enough, but I think fair enough. New Zealand to win nine wickets are 81 to 91 at 15 to two. Um, I agree with Paul. I think they'll massacre them. And if they're batting second as well, New Zealand, the strength has been the top order of Indra, Conway, now Williamson looks in great nick. So even if they were chasing 180, I think you'd be well in the game with that bet anyway. Hawkins with player win rates, please. Uh, you're just mentioning Williamson because he's back in the team now. He's uh, won twice in his last 10. Uh, so he's a four to one shot. And that four to one shot, uh, four to one record rather, pretty much holds up over more than the last two years. It keeps going back. Uh, Phillips is 21% win rate. Top Kiwi bat, you're getting a ludicrous nine to one with Betfair Sportsbook. Uh, should be much shorter. Bolt is returning 50% of the time. Really doesn't have much to beat now. Uh, and needs to start finding some form um, for vouchers on top New Zealand series bowler. Got a lot of ground to make up. He's 5-2. to two. And Madhu Shankar has won 5-6 of six since he's come into this Sri Lanka team. Uh, one of the players of the tournament, just an absolute out-and-out wicket-taker. He is 11-4. to four. It's probably not short enough for top Sri Lanka bowler. Okay, uh, players to follow, Paul, and then Richard, please. Um, Daryl Mitchell, eight to one, top match batsman, huge price, having an excellent tournament, very reliable player. And following today's ton, 13 to two, Charifas Sri Lanka, top Sri Lanka bat, very nice in what isn't that much, that too competitive a market at all. Okay, Richard. Yeah, on the same theme, I, I'm probably just going to go for Dan and Jay at 11 to 1, top Sri Lanka batsman. That T20 World Cup match I mentioned last year, bowled four wickets in that game, so five to two appeals for him. But the top batsman market was won by Shanaka there coming in at seven. Early wickets basically, bolt went through them early on. Um, I could see that happening again, so I'll swing for Dan and Jay at 11s. Two more games to go, best bets still to come. But talking of best bets, we do have a returning champion on the five-point challenge. Here to tell us more, it's Edward Hawkins. Yeah, Joshua James, a huge profits last week. South Africa to beat New Zealand and hit, hitting most sixes was a, a winner for him. And somehow he picked out Labuschagne top Australia bat against England at eights. So he's got five points to spend again this week. He's gone for a 1.5-point double. 
England, New Zealand, uh, highest partnerships in their games. Half a point on Adil Rashid, man of the match at nine to one against the Dutch. Phillips, as we've already mentioned, top New Zealand bat against Sri Lanka at that nine to one. Uh, then moving ahead, uh, we've not got prices on these games yet because teams are playing as we record. But one point, Gerbaz top bat versus South Africa for Afghanistan. Expect him to be boosted to around four to one if he hasn't won by the time uh, you get to this one. Uh, and if Afghanistan bat first against South Africa, he wants a, one and a half points on Afghanistan to win. Uh, and if not, those points will go on South Africa busting the first innings par line. Thank you very much. Do get in touch at Cricket Betting if you want to be a challenger or, in fact, if you just want to have a conversation with Edward Hawkins. He's he's there for everybody. Uh, two games to go, but more of an overview, really, as we don't have prices with games taking place as we go into production. First up, South Africa, Afghanistan, our Medabad Friday. Bet for exchange have South Africa at 1.25 as we record with Afghanistan at 4.8. Hawkins, what sort of lowdown can you give us at this stage? Well, I mean, I think Afghanistan will probably be unchanged um, if they've gone with another spinner again in Noor Ahmed. Uh, they're leaving out Naveen. Uh, I think they'll do the same again. It's almost certainly going to be after game. They're going to have to win if they haven't beaten Australia. Uh, and they've got to look for a point of difference. Um, so that's what they may well do. Um, Ahmedabad looked tricky batting first in each of the three so far. Australia 286 was enough, though, against England. But then again, that is uh, England. So we do think there might be something in it for Afghanistan spinners. Um, South Africa may look to bring back Joel Kutz here for to Braj Shamsi, who didn't have a great game. And uh, Kutz has been excellent, actually, and is uh, one for your top bowlers. So actually, great record. I think it's seven returns from 11. Um, and I might mention him a bit later. Okay. Uh, Richard Mann, are you learning up for a shock here? No, I think so. I've still got faith, I think, and I think it's the sort of game that they could bully Afghanistan. Afghanistan actually being more solid than than unpredictable. The, a few years ago, would have said very talented, dangerous, but a bit reckless. Jonathan Trott's got them playing the other way now. They just look really solid and efficient, but I think South Africa, they're only blip, really. I know they lost to the Netherlands, but completely outpointed by India, but they've been really good other than that, and I think they'll be too strong here. Okay. Um... Paul Krishnamurti, what are your thoughts? I think this could be a shock. I think that um, spinners did well in the last match at Ahmedabad, and I'm wondering if they're going to set Ahmedabad up to be a turner in final as well. Um, South Africa, look, they're an immensely capable side, but they are showing again that, that they are erratic and not always reliable. Well, the Afghans get better and better. I, I think a 4.8, they're a better Afghanistan. And I think also, if South Africa bat first here, given what they've done with a bat, despite what happened against India, Parlour is going to be very high, 3.20, 3.30 again. I'd, I'd definitely be an underbacker there. I think it's going to turn. Afghanistan have got a good attack. And Ahmedabad, actually, when it turns, can be a very tricky place to bat. We've seen some very low-scoring games, actually, occasionally there. Okay. Uh, anything on the top, Hawkins? Uh, yeah, Kurtz, as I mentioned uh, earlier, has got that great return rate, seven from eleven. Uh, and Clarsen, uh, we're coming back, swinging round to get with him again because uh, we're getting some chunky prices on Henrik Clarsen, top South Africa bat. And I just mentioned the Betfair Sportsbook double pairing Kurtz and Clarsen, top bowler and top South Africa bat, could be the way to go. You get some nice prices on that. 
Um, I've got nothing on Afghanistan uh, top bats apart from the mention of Gerbaz earlier. If he is about four to one boosted, then we'll probably play because it's uh, giving us a big old chunk on on win rate. But a little bit concerned about um, South Africa might get it up round the Afghans' ears, and I'm not sure up front they'll like that too much. Okay. Uh, anything on the player front, Richard? Then Paul. I like Rabad. I think he's had an excellent tournament so far, gone under the radar. He's one of the few South Africans that hasn't gone round the park. Um, and Aidan Mark from 10 to 1 winner for us a couple of weeks ago, a top match batsman. I, I think I'd go with that again. Um, that was in a match against Pakistan when it challenged in batting conditions and he, he stood up really. He's got a couple of ways to play. Um, not all the South Africans have. So I'd probably go with Aidan Mark. Okay. Uh, Paul. I'm um, not a lot. I- I think I would be looking at the Afghan middle order here because uh, I don't think South Africa are so great at the death, but they might well take a few wickets early. So I'd be looking for eight to one ish Asmatullah Omazai and maybe 10, 12 to one Mohammed Nabi. Okay. Thank you very much. Uh, Australia, is there any, anything else that game or are we moving on? Australia, yeah, let's, Bangladesh, let's on. shaking yeah. his head. That's a great sign. <laughs> Australia, Bangladesh, another game we have to wait for concrete prices for. Australia currently 1.16 on the Betfair Exchange. Bangladesh is 6.8. Venues, Pune, day is Saturday. Hawkins, low down, please. Yeah, Australia playing as, as we're recording. So, But we expect Marsh and Maxwell to be back, which means that Labuschagne, unfortunately of him, and Cameron Green, Green who who were uh, batted quite nicely against England, I thought could be the unfortunate ones to miss out. Uh, Australia just getting stronger as the tournament goes on, getting these players back. And, of course, Head is back as well. Uh, Bangladesh expect to be unchanged after they cheated against, sorry, beat um, Sri Lanka. Uh, Mr. Fazir is out of the team, and I think that's a good thing. So they're going with Pace, Shoraful, Taskin and Saqib. Decent little lineup. Who, as discussed earlier, is a road. Shock here? No, the Aussies won't miss about. Bangladesh are poor. They're not going to get the runs that are required on what will be a road, as Ed said. Um, I'm interested in the big margin bets here and a big Australia win. And look, it's not the sort of thing I like to put up generally, but I really like a sort of banker double here. Australia to beat Bangladesh, New Zealand to beat Sri Lanka. Going to pay about two to one on, two to five, something like that. But that's going to win. Okay. Uh, in in absence of said shock, Richard Mann, I'm I'm guessing you won't be recommending one. What what will happen here? Yeah, I agree with Paul. I've said all along, Bangladesh poor. I think we've we've all backed them to finish bottom. So that was a bit of a blow today. And Australia warming to the task really well. One thing I would say though, if you if you are contemplating the trade on Bangladesh here, when Australia have struggled in this tournament, it's been to spin against their middle order. Marahaj bowled well against them when South Africa beat them. Jadeja in the first match. Glenn Phillips in that 400 game, he was New Zealand's best bowler. He only went for 30 runs in his 10 over. Adil Rashid bowled well at the weekend. And Bangladesh's strength is spinning the middle overs, isn't it? Um, Shakib, they get wheeling away. If they can get rid of Warner and head early and get into that middle order with spin... I could see them giving Australia a game. I do think Australia will, will prove too strong, but I don't think there were. I don't think I don't think there were no hopers. Put it that way. Okay, uh, players to follow Hawkins. Uh, yeah, Zampa is returning just shy of sixty percent. Incredible record on top Australia bowler. Um, 
got a note on Warner winning at 31%. And that's before the Afghanistan game. So if he hasn't won there, uh, we may well get a boost to price with Betfair Sports. So I'll go back in on Warner. Uh, also looking out for Mushfakir's price. Uh, he's got a 15% win rate. Might be time to go back to him if we if we can get more than six to one. For six to one or better, basically. Yeah, any other business, Richard Mann, then Paul? Uh, I'm going with Nigel Shanto again. Um, good good score today against Sri Lanka. He's had a really poor tournament, but he's the type of player when he gets ones, he tends to back it up. Asia Cup and in the build-up to this tournament, he was just making score after score. Um, so hopefully he can go in again. Uh, Paul Krishnamurti. Well, um, I endorse what Ed said about David Warner if he's boosted, and he has been boosted last couple of games, seven two, three to one. And just reiterate, Australia, big margins. I'd go um, 10 wickets, 90 plus runs, and nine wickets, 81 to 90 runs. Okay, thank you very much. Uh, it is now best bets time. Remember, we did have a 50 to 1 banger here last week, courtesy of Paul Krishnamurti. And in honour of that, uh, you may go first this week. Okay, I will have um, one point, Daryl Mitchell, top match batsman. New Zealand, Sri Lanka. One point, Sheriff Asalanka, top Sri Lanka batsman, same game. Uh, 1.5 points, Adil Rashi, top England bowler. And then I will have in the Afghanistan, South Africa game, if South Africa bat first, I'll have one point under 300 runs and half a point under 280 runs. Okay, lovely stuff. And Richard Mann. Yeah. Right, I'll kick off then. A point, Basdeli, top Netherlands bowler against England at 7-2. to two. Uh, Then in the New Zealand-Sri Lanka game, I'm going to have half a point each on the margin. New Zealand to win 10 wickets or 91 plus or 9 wickets, 81 to 90. Uh, they're at 92 and 15 to 2. Uh, South Africa-Afghanistan, one point, Aidan Markham, top match batsman, and half a point, Kagiso Abada, man of the match. Um, and then finishing, yeah, one point, Nigel Mushanto, top uh, Bangladesh batsman, sorry, against Australia. Okay, thank you very much, Richard Mann. That wraps up Cricket Only Better 219. Another edition of the World Cup Betting Hub is done. The next time you hear us, we'll be previewing the semi finals from Mumbai and Eden Gardens. Can anyone stop India? Find out next time. I've been Sam Collins with Edward Hawkins, Paul Krishnamurti, Richard Mann on the Cricket Only Better, Betfair Betting Hub, whatever. I've said that about eight times. Um, Have a lovely, (laughs) lovely week and we will see you next time.